Welcome back to another episode of Minds Collide Podcast. We apologize to our loyal fans for missing last week. We all had some crazy stuff going on, a lot to talk about this week, so we're going to jump right into it kind of quickly. We're going to do things a little differently this time, too. So instead of doing our cop of the week at the end of the podcast this week, we're actually going to start with it. We all feel like we have a couple things that we could talk about that'll spur some conversation, so we're going to actually kick it over to Kyle to get started. Yeah. Why don't you uh, tell us about your cop of the week? Yeah, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do cop of the week as well as we're going to revisit our old cops of the weeks that we uh, said. And we're going to talk about um, if we actually purchase those things, how it's do- going, and stuff like that. So, a couple weeks ago, I said I was in the market for a new pair of headphones. So, I was kind of torn between either Beats or AirPods. I actually ended up getting AirPods for a pretty good price, mm. like really good price. I ended up getting them on, on eBay. There was a site-wide sale going on, and I got them for $95, I think is what it came down to. Why so, Why did you decide to go with the AirPods over the Beats? Well, one, the price right away. So $90 is... They usually cost one sixty. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a new pair of Beats is around the same price, like probably that one sixty. But you would probably be able to find like an open box pair of Beats for like ninety bucks too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just from what Steve's been saying, and I kind of played around with Steve's for a little bit, and uh, a bunch of my coworkers said they liked it over. It is a fire experience just to like take them out of the thing, put them in, they work. It is. It's an experience. In. It is. And I was showing my mom. I went home this weekend. I showed my mom, and she was like, whoa. I think they still <laughs> don't. I don't understand the fashion of them. Like, I don't think they look good in white. I Just to have, like, weird white things in your ears. I don't know. I think they look pretty nice. I don't think they look good. I got it's over not it. that aesthetic. It's not that aesthetic. I don't think it's aesthetic, but I still think it, like, looks clean. It's more of a status, I think. Like, I have AirPods. You have wires. Yeah, I think that's dumb. I'm bougie. You're not. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're stunning on me with your white ear paws. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it looks like you have a hearing aid. <laughs> Come on, old man. <laughs> Square up. <laughs> um, and then what's the what's the Funko Pop, Kyle? So yeah, a couple weeks ago, I think I also mentioned I wanted to get this thing called a Funko Pop. It's like basically a little toy figurine thing, mostly just a collectible that you kind of can sit around and wherever you work or do a lot of stuff and I, I remember you talking about these and like a bunch of people at my work have them on their desk like oh they really the little boxes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeps them in the, like they're figurines basically yeah so would they stuff. keep them in the box yeah ah interesting so I Flexible. mean yeah and they're really inexpensive they're only uh, nine bucks for like just the regular ones but I was at Target and I got my flu shot which was free but you get a five dollar coupon for a Funko what? No, no, no. You get a $5 coupon, like a gift card. Uh, what? Oh, for anything? My mom paid yeah, $15 literally. for a flu shot. <laughs> you got it for free plus a gift card? Yeah. Fire. At Target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout I was... <laughs> shout out Target. So yeah, I was walking around. I knew I wanted one and I saw um, they had a Target exclusive Stranger Things lineup that was like mm. 8-bit Fire. figurines. It was really cool. And I got 11 
and she's holding her little ego and her nose is bleeding and it's an eight bit form. It was only like That's four it. bucks and That's I like it. have it sitting. It's a nice like talking thing too if someone comes over to your desk or whatever. So very dope. Yeah, so cool. I, uh, Wait, I want you to go last. What? Come on, I was gonna go. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna go last, <laughs> Christian. Do I have to do cop? Because I'm really not buying anything this week. Because I no, do like I mean, song of the week, or no? Nah. We're gonna try and save that for the end. All right. So can I talk about previous cops that I did buy? Yeah. That's or did? Yeah, yeah. Whatever you want. To do. I'm trying to think. I did buy a steak. <laughs> that was <laughs> a fact. <laughs> Didn't make it yet, but I did buy a steak. I'm trying to think. I did not get new headphones yet. I. Uh, yeah, no, I know. It's eventually pots. just, it's been such an expensive month. I'm just kind of holding off until probably. I'll probably get AirPods and my phone all together in December once, like, I'm just Big baller Christian. So I'll do that when in that December. that Christmas money comes in. And then that birthday then, money. Dude, I literally get money from one person, and it's my uncle, the rich one. It's like <laughs> the only one. My grandma gives me like 20 bucks, but like. <laughs> Shout out Mrs. T. Perogi. <laughs> Maybe they could be our first sponsor. <laughs> no, seriously. Um,. But I forget. I think that was. I think what else to call. I mean, I got the shoes I wanted from the very beginning, like the very first podcast. So I mean, I pretty much got everything. I I think I really. And there's on. nothing right now that you want. It's not. It doesn't mean life. you have to. It's get an it. adult life, man. Like you want it, you buy it. That's it. Right. It's not like I have to ask my mom. It's just like. So so, what is it that you're thinking that you might want that you don't? I mean, want I oh wait, wait, did you? You said about the pillows. Uh, oh. Ah, yeah, yeah, right. No, so I didn't get. Um. Man, I knew, sent you that link. I know, I know, I know. But I was looking at it. <laughs> and then he so forwarded it to me. He's like, yo, Steve, here's some pillows. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I'm trying to... There's like these new pillows out there called like My Pillows or something. And oh, it's like okay. a mix mm-hmm. of like a memory foam. And it also is like supposed to pretty much... It never gets flat. However you lay, like part of it like, kind of puffs up and it just kind of like conforms to your body. So I don't know. I've been thinking about either getting like a whole new like pillow to actually sleep on or just like a massive like plush body pillow to just like wrap myself body pillows around. are nice yeah so i don't know i wonder if that that's probably the next investment that i'll get sooner than later you're making me want to invest in a body pillow or like a just a really nice pillow yeah, i think from we used to sleep with what one pillow on the yeah. twin bed and then like i eventually added a second one but when i came here i originally had two and i got three more and i sleep with five now and it's <laughs> Dude, it's a whole new world. Pillows. Literally, man, it's so nice. Two under my arms, in between my leg, and one on my head, and then this one just chilling somewhere. <laughs> but like, dude, it's so comfy. Just in case. It's so comfy to have so many pillows. It just, dude, I sleep like ten times better. It's just like, I mean, talk about an experience. That's bed, an experience. A bed is definitely like the thing that if you're gonna invest in something, like you're on it eight hours a day. A third of your life. Well, you know what's funny about that is yeah. when I was buying my mattress for here, I laid on probably a hundred different mattresses trying to figure out what mattress fit me best. You laid on a hundred? Like probably. I went to Raymore and Flanagan. I went to Bob's. I went to Ikea. I feel like that's hard to determine. Like if you just lay on it for five minutes, like I feel like you got to do a night on it to know. No, you can tell because when you lay on it, you know right away like, oh, this is too soft. Oh, this is too hard oh, this might be right, like, I'll rank this one number one for now. So when I go and I rank things like this, I always think, is this one better than the my favorite so far? If I say, oh, well, it could be second, then I just completely disregard it anyway because it doesn't matter, right? So when I'm making a big purchase like that. But I got one that was pretty low-priced. It was, like, 300 bucks, I think, for the mattress. But it was my favorite one out of all the ones that I laid on, like, from $1,000 to... I think I laid on one that was fifteen hundred, 
Wow. But still. You see a lot of people now, especially like YouTubers, like advertising for those mattresses you get in the mail. Have you ever seen that? I know what you're talking yeah. about. I haven't I seen that. I know yeah, like, I don't know how I'd feel about that. But if a mattress company wants to send us a mattress. We'll be open for it. <laughs> DMS for our address. <laughs> 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 uh, so, Steve, cop of the week? Cop of the week. Um, I don't remember what I said last time. I mean, you got, you got, you got your phone. That was I got my, yeah, I got the new phone. Yeah, I can't remember what else you said. I think that was it. I really just think that you got he was a phone. simple guy. Simple guy. Oh, when you said you have to take you have to take your parents and Marissa's parents out. To oh, oh, yeah. That went really well. Um, but I didn't pay. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and that's his way out of it. Um, okay. So I have two things for my cop of the week this week. One thing was completely free. And it kind of goes along the lines of what we talked about in our last podcast with the information intake mm. and, and how you want to start to screen things. So I was just on my phone scrolling through some new apps and there was a, an app called Quartz. It's a news app and it actually is giving me information that way. So when I click on it, it gives me a brief headline it says, are you interested to see more? I say yes or no. If I say yes, it gives me like a three sentence blurb. If I ask for more, it'll give me another five or six sentences. And then at the end of that, it'll ask me if I want to see the full article from the original source. And then I can go and click on that and read the full article if I want. So that was a big cop of the week for me. Cost me absolutely nothing, but I've been using that a lot. Big hit on football right now. Yeah. So, oh my. God. Oh no. Adrian Peterson is uh, done. He okay. Anyway, just got killed. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> and my my second cop of the week. Uh, this is something that. Ooh, his knee. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Um, Don't turn around. This is something that is probably going to be the most expensive cop of the week that we're going to have. More than an iPhone. More than an iPhone. More than a laptop. What? More than a laptop. You gonna buy a house? No, not yet. Buy a car? Not yet. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Future. So maybe not the most expensive ever, but I'm gonna be going on a trip with Marissa. We're gonna ah. take a trip to Europe. Um, Whoa. Yeah. We're gonna Whoa. plan to do that in March of next year. But we found a couple good deals. So a flight round trip is gonna cost us three hundred bucks. Dang, that's mad. Yeah. What? <laughs> So, um, and 300 bucks. Yeah, 300 bucks. We'll be there for 10 days. We found a couple hotels that are really cheap. It's like 25 bucks a night between the two of us. I paid 250 to go to Minnesota, and that was like a steal. Right. So that's that's what she and I were talking about. We <laughs> to were, Minnesota. Like, <laughs> we were trying. We're, we're trying to plan a trip, and it's like, well, we can get this flight for 300, and it's it's a good flight too. It's it's um, Norwegian Air, or it's like Germany's. Main, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And I was like, I'd rather spend $300 and go there than spend 200 bucks and go to Florida. Yeah. No, dude, my God. Yeah. Did you use like Google Flights, Scotch Flights? You no, use it, it's like, an app called Skyscanner. Okay, yeah. yeah. And that's Ooh. the kind of stuff I was talking about. I just said like Scotch Flights and stuff because they all kind of link together with things. But um. Yeah, no, it was really, really cool though just to kind of see it all pop up like that so I can show you guys after we're done. Yeah. But So we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to take, I think, 10 days in the spring and just go before uh, Easter. So this the prices. Spring, this March? Like this upcoming? March, yeah. It's pretty soon. Yeah, but I mean, it's still six months out, so we have, yeah. you know, flights are still relatively cheap, so it's not too bad. There's still hotel rooms available. You're um, going to love it, man. Yeah, I've never been, so it's, I'm very excited. What's uh, what's special. the idea? Like, where are you going to go? So we actually found, uh, <laughs> this is really cool, too. It's like a train that, that goes all around. Yeah. Um, so there's one flat fee for a train travel. So if you want to take, you know, 15 trains in one day, you can, and it's 200 bucks total for the, the train. So we're going to fly into Amsterdam. And 
we're going to go from Amsterdam on day one. We're going to go down to the, the whatever the river is in France. Anybody know no what I'm idea. talking about? Okay, no. so, so we're I mean, going I know there. what you're talking about. I don't know the name yeah, of it. Yeah, so we're going there. It's like a little town, and then we're going to go from there to Paris, and we'll spend a couple days in Paris, and then we're going from there to Brussels, which is in Belgium, yeah. and we're going to do um, a beer and chocolate tour. We're going to go do like the touristy things, whatever, and then we're going to go back to Amsterdam, and we'll spend the last couple days there. Um, we originally were going to go to London, but this train travel package makes too much sense. It's literally mm. 200 bucks, and a train ticket otherwise costs 50 so 200 for like the full 10 days? Like, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, we're really spending some money, but if we're spending the money, it's, you know, a, a good deal to do it. Yeah, so. I mean, you might as well look now, too, because I, I, I scan that stuff all the time just for literally like weekend trips, and I found a flight literally last week, round trip, from Philly to L.A. for $75. I was like, what? That's yeah. Crazy. Are you kidding me? Like you just have how? to find the right It's just, it, it's like once in a blue moon, like you did just, they kind of update it in a way that they show you like what the biggest deal is. And some days I'll go on and obviously there'll be some places like I don't want to go, but I can go to like Colorado for like 40 bucks. I was like, how does that even happen? Like, how is it yeah, that low? That's crazy. But that's pretty cool. That's going to be a lot of fun, man. So, so that Mike, those are my two cop of the weeks, and then so Drew, let's talk man, about how yours. much was to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay, so so talk about your your previous. So I have a rain jacket, which I got a rain jacket. I wore it here tonight. Um, Is it raining out right now? It's like misting out. I hate that. It's weather. wet enough. I don't know. I I've had a North Face for a while that doesn't have a hood, so mm. I really wanted a jacket like a good light rain a jacket. Lightweight, yeah. With a hood, yeah. Because like I just hate getting. I wear glasses, so like when you wear glasses, you don't oh, have a hood. Uh, your glasses get all wet, and you gotta clean them. So I got this. It's a Tommy, Tommy Hilfiger jacket. Got it at Macy's. Fire. Nice. <laughs> Swaggy. I remember like I was picking it out, and my mom's like, "What do you want?" Like, and I was gonna get another North Face, just like one with a hood. Did you cop it or did your mom cop it? I coughed, man. Just I actually, sure. I coped with a gift card, a hundred dollar gift card that I got because I bought contacts, mm. which were like. $200, but then they give you a $100 gift card. Where the hell do you yeah. get contacts at? <laughs> I just bought $180. Oh, wait, you go to the Boscov's I thing? What? No. Well, you just said was, Macy's. <laughs> no, no, no. For my, my contacts, I went to my eye doctor. And they gave you a $100 Macy's gift card? No, no it was like a $100 like Macy's gift card. Uh, yeah. What? I want a horse uh, to get my contacts. <laughs> yeah, it was like $200 for like 18 months supply. What? I just yeah, paid yeah. 180 for six months. Yeah, you're, you're doing wrong. <laughs> they have, my friend at work was telling me they have websites where you can get like mad cheap contacts. I can't get mine custom made up online. I tried. My eyes are too messed up and different. <laughs> I, I literally tried. It's impossible to but get it's my like, specs, You can get them like real cheap. Yeah, I bet. Um, so yeah, the jacket was a good idea, good investment. I've worn it a lot. I'm happy with it. And then the other thing I just got was a book that I've been waiting for it to come out for like nine months. Um, it's Hank Green's book. John Green's like a pretty famous author he wrote yeah, the fault the, in our stars the one that's about the turtles or yeah. whatever and turtles all the way down so yeah. his brother just came out with a book and his brother's always been like more sciencey so it's a science fiction book but like it's kind of like it's young adult like it's about like a girl she's like pretty much our age and um they discover like these things called carls which are like these robots basically and it's all about like what the carls are they're like mm. there's one in like every country of the world and like it's all about how they're connected it's pretty crazy. It kind of reminds me of um, what's that movie with the aliens and the arrival? Big arrival. So yeah. it's kind of like Arrival. But that then, movie was incredible too. Very good. But then everyone 
starts, like, everyone who comes in contact with the Carls, or everyone who comes in contact with someone who's been in contact with, like, the main character starts getting the same dream. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, and, like, it's... So like, you started reading it already, or no? Oh, yeah, I've done it. Oh, you're done? When did it yeah. come out? It came out, like, a week ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, really it was like real it. good. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. That's awesome. But, like, yeah, sci-fi, I was, I was all about it. So that was cool. And then the other thing, I just went and looked at my Amazon, what I just recently bought. I bought an air pump, because my car is a piece of shit. <laughs> and like <laughs> once at least once or like once every two weeks my like one tire will just get like flat oh, i've old, been there the boy old, the old Lero. Yep. this is a great transition then drew so uh yeah let's we can transition to i was car shopping <laughs> because my car is a piece of crap and i had to get an air pump which the air pump if we're still on top of the week was a fire investment because it was like twenty dollars oh, and that's it, good i've used it like 10 times already you used it 10 times yeah my <laughs> is free yeah, I know, but, like, this is $20, and, like, remember, I don't know if you remember, like, when we lived on South, I would go up to Wawa all the time, and the one time I was driving up to Wawa, I got a flat tire. I remember that. I think I was with <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah, I had to call AAA. It was, so, this was a fire investment. Yeah. Long overdue. Well worth it. Um, but, yeah, so, I went car shopping. I'm not really trying to buy a car. In fact, I've had a big, I've been car shopping for, like, a year now, um, between, like, a Honda Civic or a Honda Accord, and... I like at first really wanted the Accord because I wanted something like more adult-ish. Yeah. And I felt like a Civic was kind of like kid-ish. Yeah. Um, and like I didn't really know what my price range was. Like I originally was kind of like, eh, like twenty, twenty-five thousand. And then like we had that conversation where you were like, you should be trying to pay the least amount possible. Which like now I apply that to like everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to pay the least amount possible for this, which is actually like a really good thing. If like you want to be cheap, you can save a lot of money. Um. So I kind of started looking like at used Accords and then used other cars. Like I was even looking at like Acura ILXs, mm-hmm. which are kind of like Acura's version of like a Civic. It's like a compact sedan. But anyway, certified pre-owned is the way to go. Certified pre-owned. They have the Carfax and everything, and everything looks good. Exactly. You have to be careful with those though, because people who drive leases treat them like crap. Yeah. So there was like a lot of factors, but I finally like after a year of looking at stuff, I went to the dealership to drive a Civic because I was a, like I a think, new one or a used. A new one. Okay. Because now my parents are like, kind of like the same thing. Like, I thought I wanted like a three-year-old Civic because you can save like $5,000. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a lot of money. Like, it's five, it's like 15 grand versus like 20 to maybe mm-hmm. even 22 grand buying new. Um, But I was like, I'm going to drive out like the new Civic. It's pretty much the same as like the three-year-old one anyway. And just like see if I like it. And I went and they had no Civics because the new Civics come on a lot like this week. Mm-hmm. So they had no like Civics in like the style yeah. that I wanted. So I test drove an Accord. Fire. <laughs> Very fire. And, like, it was good. It was, I don't really have anything to report back. Like, it was... So do you think <laughs> you're going to end up getting one, or...? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm going to get the Civic. I don't really know. I'm, like, so torn between the money. Do you think you're going to get new or used? I don't know. Because, like, $5,000 in your pocket? Although it's over the course of, like, three or four years. Right. So let me also ask you this, right? How often... How many miles a year do you think you drive? Not many right now. Right, now, but in general, like if you had to put a number on it, what would you say? I'd say I got this car like six years ago, mm-hmm. maybe even maybe seven, and I've only put fifty thousand miles on it. Yeah, see, I've had my car now for two and a half years, uh, a little less than two and a half years. I put fifty thousand on it in two and a half years. Yeah. So, like, for me, when I'm looking at a car, like if I'm beating it like that, I'm just gonna drive it cheap. Yeah. But for you, for somebody who might drive. 5,000 miles a year 
mm-hmm. maybe 7,000 miles a year. Like, that car will last you 20 years. My main thing, just living with the car that I've lived with for the past seven years, is I just want something I don't have to worry about. Like, I just want to put Same. oil in, yeah. get the tires, like, rotate yeah. and well, there's, maintenance. there's a bunch of different cars that you can do that with. Like, my car, I, I got it, the brakes replaced when I first got it. I got a wheel alignment twice just because of all the potholes in Pennsylvania. And I think that's it. Besides so, Steve, those two why things, didn't you get last year's model of the iPhone? Because uh, an iPhone's more important to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird like, what you choose for value. Like, See? Yeah, for it's a different. Car, for a car, I mean, I enjoy driving. I feel like I've gotten really into cars since I've been shopping for a year now. Like, mm-hmm. I look at them and I kind of realize, like, I do enjoy driving and it's something I want to, like, invest in. The things with, like, the Civic... Apparently, there's, like, a big complaint with the, the 2016 to 2018 Civic. There's no volume knob, which apparently is, like, a big deal to people. There's and no volume knob on that? It's all a touchscreen. I hate that. And it's, like, a bad touchscreen. It's, like, a touchscreen from, like, 2006. So there's no, <laughs> like, I know a lot of times on the steering wheel there's a button. They do have it on the steering wheel. Okay. So, so like, but still, it's, like. It, but it's, like, a. A small inconvenience. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, that's like I think you said to me at one point in time. The touchscreens in cars, if you get one today and you're expected to drive that car for 10 years, the touchscreen that's in that car today is going to be out of date in 10 years. Oh, yeah. In five years. Less than that. Yeah, they don't put any effort into like cars infotainment systems. Have you guys driven a Tesla yet? Okay, that's a little different. Yeah, (laughs) that is a little different. But how is it different? You just see the Model 3 is the safest car ever announced today. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, NH... TSA or NH, whatever company that rates like car safety, the Model 3 is like, and the other two safest cars ever are the Tesla Model S and Model X. <laughs> it's just because of like the battery, because it's on the floor of the car. There's like a really low center of gravity. Oh, okay. Which is like when you're in a crash. It's very hard to roll them. Yeah. You yeah. have to, to really be like flying. And, just... and like the front and the back both have like nothing in them. So like it's like really yeah. good like yeah, yeah, crash yeah. proof. I think that's the future of the car, because I think when you look at it, like today we were just talking about before we started the podcast, that new global warming warning that came out, I think a big part of the problem is transportation, and I think we have to look at how we can cut down on carbon emissions through our personal lives, and I think Mm -hmm. more and more we're going to see vehicles coming off the lot that don't have gas. Oh, yeah, I agree 100%. 100, 100%. I think everyone... I think 50% of America is going to be driving battery cars in See, 10 years. I talked to my brother about this when he was here this last week, and he was saying, like, I was like, do you think Tesla's overvalued at where it sits right now? And he's like, yeah. Like, as much as we all oh, like yes. Tesla. And yes, think, it is. Like, it's really great. Is it really ever going to get, Are you like, saying the, wait, are you saying the company or the cars? The company. Like the okay. stock value? All right. Yeah, the stock value. Got well, it. yeah. I mean, that goes without saying, though, because everyone's kind of investing in them because they understand they're kind of one of the first ones to do this in their own way, in a way that's completely different than everyone else. So that's why people are like, expecting them to do well in the future. That's why they're overvalued. But do you think, like, eventually everyone will be driving an electric car? Yes. Ye- uh, absolutely. Yeah. I think, well, for I think every- at one point in time, we're going to have no other choice. Well, Yes. I agree with that. It's going to take so much bigger. longer. Think like people not in this area around the world. Like, I wouldn't first say of all, they don't have vehicles to begin with. They don't have roads. What are you talking about? 
No, are you talking? You're talking about like low income countries and yeah. Regions no, and I'm stuff. talking about like just people. All right, let's just stay in the United States. Like, okay, I don't think there's people who ever want to drive electric cars. I wouldn't point out like 100. Mm. I, I don't would, think. I like, think there's going to have to be a point in time where it's going to be regulated. Like, I don't think that you're going to have to trade in your gas powered vehicle and and it's you know you be that forced to buy an electric I, I think car. That will happen. Probably not for a long, long time though. Mm. But what I do think is going to happen is that they're going to say, okay, we're no longer allowing... How many people do you think actually care about global warming? I think... Or, like, if we're not even talking people, like, companies. Like, companies... You think companies will change? I think they're going to have to. Yeah. I don't... I, listen, I don't think Who's that... Who's going to make them? The government. I think they're going to put regulations in. I really do. Listen, and this is coming from me. This I'm government? not. I'm not the biggest proponent... <laughs> not this government. But I'm not the biggest proponent of global warming. Like, I, I don't see all the value behind it. But I do think that at some point in time, the government's going to have to put their foot down and say, we have to reduce our carbon commit or emissions. Bro, we just we ha- pulled out of the Paris Accord. <laughs> right. That, that's this government. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying, honestly, does anybody expect him to get reelected at this point? Yes. You do? Yeah. You think he's going to serve another four years? Donald Trump? Yeah. Yes. I think he's very popular. I'm dead serious. Like, I'll Google it right now. I don't think his popularity ratings are very high. He just posted his approval. So the cars. <laughs> so the the these electric cars, guys. Okay. We'll stay on. Stay on electric cars. Forty two and a half percent are approving right now, and over fifty two percent disapprove. As of September twenty third. It's just crazy scrolling through Donald Trump's Twitter. Anyway. I do, I do it every once in a while. I just added a link to the episode. There is a car that Honda's producing on the topic of Honda that I think is the coolest looking car. I don't know why, because it's so not me, but it, it, I think it looks so See, cool. this looks atrocious. <laughs> this is the worst car I've ever seen in my life. I love it. I don't know why <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yo, it looks like Wally. <laughs> no, I mean, I think... I think it's good. Well, you guys can't see the interior. The interior is sick. It's like all touch screen. No one's going to be looking at the interior. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, but I think this this type of vehicle is going to be. <laughs> all right, Kyle. It's going to be says, hashtag Honda dev on the front. Honda EV. It has a hashtag on the front of it. Yeah. There's a screen on the front. That's sick. <laughs> all right. You can like put little display messages in there and stuff. All right. What would, you, what would you put in the front of your car? Backwards, so so people that lo- are looking in the mirror can. See what would it? you put? Get the fuck out of my way! <laughs> <laughs> and then they look and see that and just start fucking we even worse. Uh, oh funny. man, that's what I would do though. Going way back to your car thing though, because yeah. obviously we had the same exact car, and my whole thing was I didn't plan on getting new. Obviously, like I'm leasing, but I'm leasing in a way that as soon as it's up i'm literally just going to take a loan out and just finish it off it was like a really sick deal um but i was going to get like sort of a pre-owned or used and like that's what i was looking at and i don't want to say it was like ptsd because like i get like my car was from 2000 and obviously like if i was gonna get used i wasn't gonna get anything even close to anything 2000 maybe like 2015 as like the oldest but everything was just running through my head and i was like i don't know how the next person took care of like everything overall like, i the yeah. carfax can say one thing but like i've heard horror stories that like some stuff still happens and yeah. look, look look didn't alex just get that car and he had what three days and he had to go get like a part fix or something right yeah yeah and like 
I was just all that stuff was going through my head, and I said I put three and a half times the amount of money into the Alero than I did to just buy the car yeah. in the first place. And I just knew I was like, okay, yeah, it's going to be a lot of money monthly out of my pocket now, but in the long run, like, I'm going to be making more money by the time that the lease is up, and I'm going to have no problem keeping the same exact payment for another two and a half years until it's completely paid off. And just having it, I just have so much reassurance like i have yet to put air in my tires like my oil is it's such a new car that i only have to replace more oil like every like fifteen thousand miles because it's some kind of crazy oil that they said you only have to come in every fifteen thousand miles and like everything just works so well and it's just so intuitive and just i get like it is a lot of money now for me and that is a point Drew. but in the long run it's gonna be worth it to spend more money now because yeah. i'm gonna save it's definitely could save me money in the future i mean i get like how much it is but Whatever happens is if the transmission goes or engine or just a combination and just constant tire rotations or yeah. I have to get my oil changed, it's just um, it's just more inconvenient to have to that's, travel and do all that stuff. That's pretty yeah. much what my parents are pushing on me too. Is like, you know, we they always buy their cars new because they have like the same thought. Like, yeah. you never know what the previous person did to it, and it's just like that peace of mind. And like, you're making money now, like you might as well. Like, I'm living at home, I can't afford it, so I should do it. But part For sure. Of, but part of me is like. Five thousand dollars back in my pocket. I don't know. And like, if you're gonna, you, if you're gonna drive a car into the ground, into the ground, I guess it makes sense to buy it new because you don't ever have to worry about like the resale value. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're just gonna keep driving. Well, I, I mean, and if you get a Honda Accord or a Honda Civic, like those are known to last forever and ever, right? Like, you yeah. could have kids in in twenty years who are getting ready to start to drive, and that means you have kids in four years. That's scary, but. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't have kids in four years. <laughs> okay, so, so but realistically though, right? They're starting to learn how to drive, and you just so happen to have this great car that you kind of like drove here and there. You use it as your commuter car that you drive a half a mile to work every day, right? Like at that point, yeah, it makes sense to keep. I'm gonna see where we are on time, real quick. All right, halfway. Cool. Should we move on. What's next? You're investing. Talking about the money that you're losing. Man, I feel like I'm talking about the money I'm that you're losing. Money. So I'm down $500. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been using an app to invest, a free app, free investments. Um, and like I said, I think I talked about this like week three, maybe. I had $500 and I turned it into $550, which is like a return of investment of 10%, which is like incredible. Incredible. And like it was, it was like, good in the stock market. Yeah. It was like a month. I turned it into, you know, 10% return. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put some more money in. So I put a significant <laughs> significant amount uh, more in. And now I'm down like, it's only 4%, but like down $500. That 4% is, yeah. And I basically kept my money all on the same thing. Like I had Apple and Amazon and I had AMD, but I got out of AMD. Now I'm in NVIDIA. But um, yeah, investing is fun. Like it's something to do at work. I just check on it. I'm not really, like, someone who's going to, like, move my money around or anything, which is why I'm not, like, freaking out Yeah, it's just a long-term about, gain. Yeah, like, I'm not worried about being down $500. Cause well, let me ask you this. Do you think you'd take any money out of that to get your car? Well, yeah. I mean, like, that's my, like, my house fund, pretty much. Okay. So, like, and that's why, like, I was just keeping that money in a bank account that wasn't making any money. Does it scare you? Because I know, thinking about the, the market right now and kind of where we are, we're starting to see a shift in the real estate market and mm-hmm. typically what happens in the real estate market translates to all the other financial mm-hmm. mediums. Yep. Does it scare you knowing that your money sitting there could potentially see a fall greater than a 4% loss in the next 
six months. Um, that was a thing. Like my parents were like, maybe you should think about putting it in a CD. Get like two percent or three percent guaranteed interest for a year. Right. And like, I'm not going to be using the money for a year because, well, maybe sooner than that if I want to get a car. But I don't know. No, I'm pretty uh, hopeful in the market. I'm bullish, I guess. Yeah, which I, I think, I mean, to each their own, but. Just knowing what I see from the backside of the market, it's shifting. Mm-hmm. So it's just something to keep in mind of. Um, How is it shifting? What do you mean? Like, and obviously it's not in a good way. What's sure. So I'll, I'll take it back to the simplest of terms. Everybody Wasn't the buying market like super strong a couple no. months ago? No. So the seller's market was really strong. Oh, that's really, okay. So there was really low <coughs> supply of homes, but there was a lot of buyers in the market. reason why there's a lot of buyers in the market is that Interest rates were super low and that the, the market is very strong at the moment. So people have money that they feel like they can play with because they're good in their jobs. And it, it's a move up market. Mm-hmm. And what is going on at the moment is that sellers are not sellers, but buyers are getting tired of competing for a price. Because there's a lot of buyers that are going after the same house. They're like, right. wow, that house is great. I want it. <laughs> I'm going in. It's crazy when I go on Zillow because I go on Zillow like every morning. Mm-hmm. Like. Houses that go up in the area that I'm looking at, like, they're gone within a week. Right. Yep. Like, it's crazy. And that's what's happening. But we're starting to see that slow down a little bit. So a house that was bought in April for $300,000 today might only be going for two ninety. And whereas that's not a massive difference, it's still 3%. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's shifting a little bit here and there. And that means that buyers are getting tired. And we're seeing it. Buyer activity is lower. We're getting lower registrations on our websites. We're, we're seeing a shift. In, in the way that things are going and the technology too. I mean, that's obviously playing a big piece of it, but as that keeps going, it's going to become worse and worse and worse and worse until it evens itself out until supply is equal to demand. And then everything is there. Then it's a real true fair market value at the moment. But what's going to happen is the sellers are still going to keep undercutting and undercutting and undercutting and prices are going down. But the fearful thing is, is that interest rates are also going up. Yeah. The interest rates are pretty interesting. Like, the interest rates haven't been above zero in, like, a long time. No, I mean, they've been above zero. Uh, about 12 months ago, we were looking at a 3.5% interest rate yeah. for a buyer. Nowadays, we're looking at 575. That's crazy. Right, so it's gone That's up. a big jump. It's a huge jump. Huge jump. Especially if it's a 30-year mortgage. Right. It's a ton of money. Well, they say for every percent it goes up, you lose 10% in buying power. So if you can afford 300000 at... Three percent, you can only afford two seventy at four percent. Mm, it's a ton. It's a lot. It's a huge change. So you have to think about it that way, and that's another reason why buyers are pushing I'd prices say that's down. Probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, influence. Interest rates. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. On the market right now. For sure. I mean, and we don't we don't think that interest rates are going to skyrocket again. We're, they're supposed to even out at six percent at the end of this year, and then. There's supposed to not be any more hikes in that. Wasn't the interest rate, like the Fed interest rate for a long time, 0%? I don't, I, don't, I don't think it could be. It, it may have been like 1% or 2%, but I don't think it could be 0%. I think it was like 0%. That makes like, no sense. It was literally free money for a long time. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Like coming out of the recession. It may, it may be like right after the recession just to get money back into the market, but I don't know if it was... I'm pretty sure it was like extremely a long, long. And now it's like they're really like hiking it up pretty quickly. Like over the last of the... Three years. Right, because the market was showing strength. Yeah. So now they're like, okay, now we got to get our money back. Yeah. And obviously that's not working too well because then they're <laughs> driving everything down. That's the bond market, right? So they're saying the bond market's sitting on this huge bubble. Mm-hmm. And we're probably boring the hell out of everybody because we're talking about economics. 
All right, so that was our investing um, <laughs> knowledge. session. Yeah. Let's talk about another investment. <laughs> oh, yeah, so talk about you guys. Uh, your seats got changed for um, one game. Yeah, we balled out for it, $30. $30. <laughs> we got unlimited food and unlimited beer. Which game was it? It was the preseason Sixers game against Melbourne United. <laughs> Wait, was that the first game? <laughs> it wasn't even an NBA team. Was, it the, was it the first game? Yeah, it was the very first game of the Sixers season. I mean, it was preseason, but uh, Drew and I found tickets for $30 that were courtside, and it came with unlimited food, drinks, including beer and liquor and stuff. That's um, crazy. That's, that's so where it's at. We were going to go anyway. And we probably would have spent twenty to twenty five dollars on food. Right. So we were like, might as well spend an extra five bucks and get an experience. Yeah. And it was cool. Like fifteen feet from Joel Embiid. Like I have a picture on my phone of Joel at the free throw line and no zoom and it it looks like he's right there. Like he <laughs> literally was probably from like here to and I know you guys can't see this, but from here to a little bit past our TV. It's about fifteen feet. No, that's like twenty feet. Yeah, it's probably about twenty feet. That's dope. Yeah. Crazy. It was cool. Um, we got in, and there were servers that were coming around to us that we didn't utilize because they never came to us. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what are these kids These doing? kids yeah. <laughs> There were yeah. some uh, crazy people there. It was a fun time. So what's the cool. biggest difference from sitting upstairs and sitting? The unlimited courtside. food and drink. There's well, no, no I, I mean the whole, like, experience is so much louder down there. Mm-hmm. Like, when we sit up at the top where we sit... Section two fifteen, row five. Mm-hmm. Like it's quiet. Like unless it's a big game and like everyone's like yelling. Yeah. And it's like full, but like there's just like an airiness up there because you're like you're up. <laughs> yeah, you're like a hundred feet in the air. Yeah. So down there, it's like you're right by the court, and you can hear everything. Like you can hear the ball falling through the net. You can hear the rim when it gets dunked. You can hear Joel and be talking shit on the court. <laughs> <laughs> right, like that. That part of it, it's like a whole nother part of the game. And is it worth the typical price that somebody would pay for it? I would say probably not. Yeah. But I think when you have an opportunity to do it for cheap or go for free or whatever, I would definitely say go Dude, for it. That's like my Eagles tickets. My uncle took me. <laughs> the Eagles game we were like eight rows behind the uh the end zone that was crazy that was yeah, it, it was loud in there that game too it was a terrible was day even though it was pouring rain yeah yeah there's like there's definitely something to be said about being close to the action yeah but I mean again is it worth the experience I mean you're still in the stadium with all the fans and yeah. you still get to see the game live and everything that's going on but for sure it makes a big difference mm-hmm all right. So do we want to go, because uh, we're probably at, what, like a 40-minute mark or so? I peep. I imagine we probably are. 38, yeah. All right. Do we want to go into the obsession culture? Because I feel like that's going to be at least a f- f- 10 to 15-minute topic. Yeah, so why don't you introduce it, Drew, and I kind of want to talk about it and ask another question. Okay. So I had this thought when I was driving down here to Westchester. Like, when I start listening to a new musician or if I start watching, like, a new TV show, I think a lot of people can empathize with this. Like, you start to want to know more about something. Like, and it kind of becomes, like, an obsession. Like, I don't know. What did I just get into? I started watching the show Mr. Robot, like, a few months ago. And the main character, his name's Rami Malik. Like, as soon as I started watching, I wanted to know, like, everything that he was in. And I wanted to know, like... You know, how he got to, like, where he's at. Mm. Just, like, information about the show and, like, the background. 
just kind of like want to dig into it more. And I feel like that's something new. Like it's not something that's always been around. I don't think people have always been obsessed. I don't even think it's like obsessed. It's just like really, really interested. And like you want to know everything about somebody or something um, when you get interested in it. It's kind of like a craving. Like you want to just know. Your curiosity is at like its highest it's been, I think. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Like uh, I was saying before the recording that I went and saw that movie, A Star is Born, this weekend. And as soon as we were done, I went and I looked up what Bradley Cooper's coming in or, or what he's performing in upcoming. If Lady Gaga has any new music coming out, how she kind of got into the role itself, like more of the background of the story, what those previous movies that were that was based off of were like. Like it's so we just have so much information available that it's like we we have the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of a star is born, I want to ask you guys a question and first. Give a strong recommendation to anybody who wants to go see it. If if you are a man listening to this and you're like, no, that's dumb, take your girlfriend or a girl that you like to go see it because let me tell you, it was really actually pretty good. So, Marissa wanted me to ask you guys this question. Oh, shout out, Marissa. Shout out. <laughs> so, she, it, it, it was a moving movie, right? Tearjerker, maybe tear up a little bit. What movies have made you guys cry? <laughs> on my on my hinge profile my number one thing that gets the most yeah. likes is like when's the last time that you cried and i say every episode of queer eye which is that show that i told you about <laughs> five gay guys uh, who are like yeah, 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 dude yeah, i cry yeah, after yeah. every episode so that's not a movie but no joke that show is so like every time at the end i'm just like <laughs> crying like a little baby <laughs> that, that, it's such a good show though so I have three that I can think of off the top of my head. So when I saw Coco for the first time, mm-hmm. that movie is so good. So that the if you're listening, you haven't seen it, go see it, please. It's so good. It's on Netflix still. Yeah, it's on yeah, Netflix. it is. Yeah. Um, what was the other one I was thinking of? Oh, okay. I don't know if you guys saw this, but the movie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the kid has a deformed face, and it goes through all his troubles like through school and stuff he um like there's nothing wrong with him as far as like uh mentally or anything it's just his face so it goes through all those struggles like when he's really young so when he's in elementary school and it was really how do i put this it was really eye-opening because me and my sister went to go see it and when i was growing up we had I think two people in my grade who had down syndrome and one of them I actually became like really, really good friends with cause he always helped out with the baseball and football team. And like, he was always there hanging out with us or whatever. So like seeing that movie and seeing how like, you know, I could relate to people it, it, treating this individual, like not the best. Um, and just seeing it, in a movie and all the actors were amazing was really eye-opening and like wow like i i don't want to say like i went through this but like i could kind of see this version happening like in my own life as far as um the person i was referencing to who i went to school with and um the last movie was la la land i don't know why Mm. but the the end it was it's a really really good movie really artsy 
too. Mm-hmm. Like as not um not as far as like singing or anything, but uh, visually too. Broadway type of movie. I've seen. Yeah, it's awesome. But I was really impressed with like the visual aspects too, like the lighting, the camera work, everything was really good. Yeah, it's like an act. It's like a movie made for. It's like made by actors for actors almost. Like it's very, yeah. Like if you're someone who's like in the performing arts, I feel like you can appreciate it a lot. Yeah. So um, the ending to that was pretty cool, and it just got me a little bit at the end. Oh yeah, that's because like you don't. I don't want to give the, away the ending. <laughs> It's but not, yeah, like you don't know like what my mom you just pissed. saw is real. My like it. after we saw it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Are you answering this question, Steve? Or is it just really? Go ahead. For you us? go first. So I'm not gonna count ones from when like I was a kid because I feel like it's different because there's so many. I feel like everyone here has probably cried enough from like kids movies. But since I can like remember me being a little bit older, I guess older than I'll say like 15. Um, I can only think of two. One being Marley and me, just because a dog dies and I can't I deal still with that never ever. Don't that. watch it. I'll cry again if I see it. It's <laughs> facts. Because like I don't, I don't want to talk about it. It was rough. <clears throat> and um, the one that I probably, I don't know if I cried. I definitely probably cried harder. And like if if I even hear the song, no matter what, it's uh, been a Fast and Furious Seven, day. I literally ball my eyes out <laughs> in the theater. And like if I still see it now, it's actually funny. Um. Uh, me and Logan were looking for a movie. Who's night. Logan, man? What? Who's Logan? Dude, you're a dick. <laughs> my chicka, my my uh, my girly. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Asshole. Me and my girly were trying to find a movie, and I came across like uh, Fast and Furious Seven because I was using my um, my pirated site. Anyway, what's your pirated site? <laughs> don't give it away. Don't, don't give it away. That, 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 yep, nope, that's for me to know. <laughs> Go on Reddit, you'll find it. Our piracy has everything. <laughs> oh, oh man, <laughs> rest in peace, our piracy. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Anyway, and like, um, it came on, like it, it was on there, and she asked me, she's like, "Yo, do you like the Fast and Furious movies?" And I was like, "I do." And then I put on the scene. I was like, "Do you want to see something that like a guarantee to make me tear up every time?" And I put it on, and it's a part literally where. It's even think about it like it's hard to even talk about because like the whole thing's happening. It's when he pulls up next to Vin Diesel and it's not actually his face, and he's like, "You really think you could go without saying goodbye?" I lose my shit every time because I'm like, "These are really their best. Like they're really best friends in real life. Like they were best friends." And I know how hard you sit, and I was like, "Dude, I can't imagine." Didn't Vin name his daughter after him? Yeah. Like I think her her name is Pauline. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he got like a big, a, a huge mural tattoo Pauline? on his back. Yeah, like, I can't imagine losing like any. <laughs> ruin me, and I just think about it from that perspective, and it's just yeah. tough. So just really those two TV show wise, um, I nothing really. I don't think I've ever. Yo, honestly, actually, wrong. I I did tear up at the one episode of The Office. I think when Pam and Jim got oh, married. Yeah. And I don't know why. I like dude, was obsessed yes. with their relationship. And I was yes. like, dude, I need a relationship like this. And when they <laughs> did, I was just like, this is beautiful. Like, I hope mine's like this. Yeah. Probably won't be. But it was dope. So I guess I cry a lot. Because yeah. I was thinking about all the movies that I've cried to. And I was like, yeah, okay. I guess well, I you kind of hit us on the spot. You kind of had time to think about yeah, this Yeah, I guess bit. that's true. So Coco was one for me. Me and Steve cried together at we, that. We did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Um, Furious Seven was also one for me. Uh, Paul Walker at the end. I was also with Kyle for that one. Yes, you were. I bawled my eyes out in the movie theater. That was we pathetic. had to wait like five minutes afterward. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to compose myself. Uh, Marley and Me is also another one that I cried too. Yo, I love a good cry. To be honest, like the feeling after you cry, it's a relief. 
It's like such an, yeah, it's like an emotional, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Toy Story 3 was another one for me. You cried at that? Oh, yeah. Like a baby. <laughs> I mean, I the the ending was like sad. Like, man, it's over, man. Toy Story was my favorite movie growing up, though. Oh, That's yeah. Fair. I mean, like, definitely probably top two. Pro- no, it's probably one of the most played of mine, like, ever. Yeah, so that, that was tough for me. And the TV show that made me cry in my adult life was How I Met Your Mother. Never watched the end or really got into the show that much. Oh, man. I heard a lot of people did not like that ending. Yeah, a lot of people didn't, but I di- and I didn't at first. But as I watched it again and again and again, I was like, okay, I actually really like the way it turned out because it, it makes the story full. Okay. I follow. I know it comes full circle. Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't like your first time seeing it that it made you cry. No, it was the first time I saw it that made me cry, but it wasn't. it wasn't – that the scene that made me cry was well, don't give it away. Okay, no right. spoilers. Some people words. haven't seen the show <laughs> and want to see the show, so I won't. But did we? Do we finish talking about the obsession culture? I don't really think so. I think I, I think we really like, talked on it. How about what we do to make it a little bit? Since we're kind of not fully running out of time, but we can each go around and just talk about one aspect of obsession culture that we find ourselves diving into more than anything else. It doesn't even have to specifically be like a specific like industry or I mean it could be if you want but just like overall I, what you're interested in. Think about in. like us with just rap music. Like we you might not think we're obsessed with it but like we think about, you know, every Friday night what songs are out. Yeah, like what just came out. I got to listen to this, this, mm. this. Like that's almost kind of like obsession culture. Yeah. It is. I think what's biggest for me is like I'm on Reddit all the time at work and there will be certain threads I I can literally can't even give certain subreddits just because I do check out so many but there will be certain things maybe mostly like mildly interesting I feel like is where I get most of them where somebody will bring up a topic in and a comment will be like have like five times gold and it'll be somebody just giving like this super cool fact from like 1960 like oh this is how this actually originated so and so or just like some random fact about like the the picture that was put up and I dive into that deeper and like yeah. I find I'll like that's read what, the, exactly what I'm talking about like that you just keep like keep digging at something it's like a wormhole but it's and like I have like the same thing like I always check in on our NBA every day of my lunch I'm like alright what's going on with the NBA and it's just like something I do every day mm-hmm. but I guess this is a good question because I didn't really know where I wanted to go with this but like do you think that's healthy it's, yeah and I guess you could even say like when we talked about social media before like there's an obsession culture with that like with refreshing like sometimes I will open Instagram up I'll scroll through it and I'll be like, oh, there's nothing here. Close it out. And I will immediately be like, oh, I was on Instagram and reopen it. Yeah. Um, the thirst for knowledge, I think, is a natural human feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think all of us are kind of wired. Like, knowledge is kind of power. We've all been kind of not necessarily told that, but it's kind of like. But it, the, like the things that we're looking at, it's not like it's like. It's, I'm going to learn about some history and like, right. It's not like useful knowledge, really. Well, to Most each the their own. Like, you know, like, what does it benefit you if you know the history of the U.S.? Like, when does that ever help you in life? I could think of a few. I mean, I'd weigh. Give more, me one. I'd had rather. Other than trivia. I'd rather have <laughs> knowledge of like philosophers and like be able to just like pull on like theories and like it's not relevant yeah that's to your not life, history though. yeah that's not that's not that really like relevant to my life like if i'm evaluating yeah okay no, no, no. Or something like that i sure, see sure but 
I see what Drew's like, saying. I, I do too, but like at the same time, I think it makes more sense to spend time researching things that you're interested in. Yes. Yeah, but like, are we interested in stupid shit? Like, yeah. what do you, I mean, Potentially. I mean, because it's stuff that like when we really... get so involved in it, I think it's really showing us and showing others, like we want to prove to ourselves and others that we know, like what's going on with, you know, with this, like our examples, like a TV show, uh, certain artists. The number one thing for you probably shoes. Well, like, I was going to say shoes, but I could even go a step further and like certain brands. Like I know a lot more than Oh yeah, like brands, everything behind like a bunch of brands, like who's involved. Exactly, like, that's like the kind of thing like you just you yeah want to know everything about it. But like, wouldn't it be? And it's not even like uh, it's not even like you go look. There are sometimes we do go looking for this information, but we're so <laughs> in, indulged in these certain categories that like a lot of times it just comes naturally. Mm-hmm. Like we'll be like Christian, what you say? Like you'll be reading something mm-hmm. and you'll see like. Oh, like this fun fact or like whatever, this right. little blurb. Like it kind of happens as you go. Yeah. Okay. I think to break it down, so you're asking if I think any part of it's like unhealthy. And I don't have like a good straight answer, but my thought on it is this because since you're talking about stuff that might not be relevant to our lives, I feel like there's two different ways you can look at this. Like there's some stuff you can put it in terms of like stuff that you see on Instagram or Twitter, uh, music shoes which it can be relevant to your life but i feel like there's an area of curiosity and this obsession culture that i shouldn't say you need to have but it's good to have for a social aspect that you could make social conversations with people you're not out of the loop on certain things which Mm -hmm. you can obviously make the argument is it worth it like oh what if i am out of the loop is it a big deal like i guess really at the you know at the end of the day maybe not but you kind of want to be a part of a conversation. Like you don't want to yeah. be that one person not talking. So I feel like it's not totally useless. It's like certain things that we might deem maybe not as, you know, as powerful or as kind of, it can really build us as like a person. Like I said, anything with music or whatever, just kind of mindless stuff. It can help us kind of just with our social skills, social aspects, being able to just partake in conversations with people and just kind of throw out ideas out there if, even if you go out to the bar or whatever you're going out to dinner with people you can just have things to talk about but then there's other parts which is really where on like reddit or bloomberg or whatever side i go on new york times or anything that that's like my self-taught curiosity where i can bring up to people socially but it's yeah. not something that is really as prominent yeah, it's to be more brought useful up. like in dialogue like just to communicate like you have something yeah. to talk about with people and like increases your own intellect for yeah. Like I guess I'm not really sure what the purpose would be, but just for whatever reason, for the sake, well, of, for the sake of just yeah. communicating, yeah. just the sake of just having the knowledge and just being like, okay, I know how this originated. Now, okay, I get like why this is this way and how this started, kind of thing. I feel that culture is extremely important. It's literally the number. I think the number one thing of like how we interact with each other. It's interesting to see, and culture can be something as simple as something on Twitter or something that's going on in like political parties you know what i mean mm-hmm. um it's just how we interact we like to stay like up to date yeah there's and that's what i was saying earlier like no one talks about like that much of history anymore like i don't come here and talk to you about the revolutionary war we should though i mean we could if you really wanted to i'll have to brush up on some of the stuff but it helps with different generations too so you think about it like Obviously, when we go out with our friends, we're really talking about music, shoes, fashion, that type of culture. But, like, when I go home, 
there are certain things like my parents listen to the podcast and they don't understand stuff about the music but there oh, are certain all. things like my dad loves the investment stuff because obviously he knows about it my mom likes the stuff for other things that we talk about but like, there's certain generations that I do feel out of the loop sometimes when I'm with people maybe generation like 60 and older where they'll be talking about something because their minds obviously work a little different where they'll go you know they'll they'll trail off and just go off about maybe something I have literally no idea about. And I personally, because I'm so extroverted, I like hate sitting there and not being able to add to the conversation. I'm just like I have no idea what the hell you guys are talking about. So part of me does want to like learn more about stuff that I guess different generations deem more useful than our culture. Because obviously culture changed year to year, generation yeah. to generation. It so. bridges the gap. You got anything, Steve? To add about obsession culture? Yeah. I mean, really, I'm just kind of obsessed with basketball and music. I feel like that's kind of my two things. And money. And Apple. I love money. I Apple. love money. Like, you know, I don't Malone, spend... <laughs> like, you're obsessed with Post Malone, would you say? I don't have an obsession culture about him. Like, I listen to his music. Do I love you know, his music. Like, yeah, I guess you're not, like... Like, with me with, like, Chance the Rapper or, like... Like, Cordy you know Robinson, everything like, about him. Yeah, like, I go into the subreddit. I read, like... Nah, see, I'm not going that deep. For me, it's, like, really the things that I spend the most time reading about are... I guess, really, it's just basketball. And, like, I spend time reading about football, but it's mostly basketball for me. Like, I love staying up to date with what's going on with the Sixers first and foremost and then the drama around the league, what players are putting up numbers, uh, who had the big highlights of the night before. Like, I love that stuff. So, for me, that's... It's almost gotten bad for me, too, because I have so many things I'm obsessed with. It's so time-consuming. Like, it takes so much time (laughs) to, like, do all the research. Like, catch up. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, what happened here? But anyway, we got... uh... Three minutes left, I'd say. Three minutes. I have a challenge for all of us. Oh, I love challenges. Not even a challenge. And it's, it's, it's going to be super easy, but it's going to be cool. So I want everyone for next week to go. At some point, literally could be at any point, take probably five minutes of your time. Go on the subreddit hash, uh, slash old school cool and just go to maybe the top of the month, top of the year, whatever, and just pick one. Because it's usually pictures of... You know, maybe somebody, Charlie Chaplin or something from, like, the 40s or just something. Click on a picture and then figure out exactly, like, who's in it, what the... Because they usually give, like, a dialogue, like, oh, so-and-so from this movie in mm-hmm. this genre. And just, like, look it up on Google and just bring something to talk about, like, what you learned about it for next week. Like, something cool that you found about whatever it, it may be. All right. So, I so think that'd be idea. something to, we got to like start off the pod next week. Two minutes. Do we want to talk music real quick? Dime Trap was a 10 out of 10. well i'm glad he didn't say it was the what was second best album of the year that hurts my heart it is beer bongs and bentley's is untouched i don't think anything's gonna be dropped that's better than that but i don't know you just kicked out kid cuddy and kanye in one (laughs) day no i i still have kids see ghost number three you put dime trap above it was that good I loved it. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not. I am. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's bad at all. I think it's extremely who's good. Who's the album by? Ti. Ti. He's back, dude. It is really good. It's really good. It's really you good. Should listen to it. I'll peep it. You're gonna probably give it like a six. So I know you. You'll probably give it a six. I really liked Young Sinatra Four. Boo. Like really, really liked it. Like I liked I was, it. I liked it a lot. I was I rocking with I it. Like, yeah, go ahead. And then I, I read the review, but I think it was Pitchfork, and it was like, it's just bad. Like, I mean, how many times can he rap about signing a $20 million check? Man, I don't care. I do. It's <laughs> annoying. <laughs> I just like it. I don't like it as much as the last time. I don't like it as much as... His Bobby Tarantino albums are untouchable. 
I like his album albums more. Under Pressure is still my favorite. Yeah, Under Pressure album. is such a good album. See, I don't care. Whenever I think of the words Under Pressure, I think of Under Pressure. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so that was his mistake. I'm not going to say anything because I know if Alex was here, we'd vouch, but I know nobody here probably gives a shit about Drip Harder. But it's no, just it was good. Me. It was <laughs> like, good. That's like that kind of music speaks to my soul, and I can't wait to listen to it when I was That here. kind of music <laughs> speaks to my soul. Just absolutely just. Kyle, anything from you? Um, I don't really. I didn't really have anything. I I really like Time Trap. I really like Young Sinatra. Um, I want to go back to that though. Like his rapping is has evolved like a lot. Like now it's so. Would you agree? Like it's motivational, kind of. Especially those last couple. I signed a twenty million dollar check. Told him to give me the record deal. Well, okay, that's a certain type of like <laughs> very motivational man. No, come on. Like, if you listen to the last song, it's isn't it like ten minutes long? Yeah, that was yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's just cool to like hear him saying like you can do anything you want, and he gives examples and like everything he said. And some people might not like it or whatever, but I don't know. It it moved me. It did. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and I feel like we've been lo- with Logic for like. What, five years? Like, yeah. Was it? To to his music? Who was Four the years? first one? So it came out freshman year. Yeah, 2014 Soul Food. So. It came out, or whatever that album was. Under what? Under Pressure. Under right. Pressure. No, was his first. Before that, there was Young Sinatra, Untouchable or something. I mean, he has stuff on SoundCloud, but I'm talking like first, like actual. Yeah, album, album was um, Under Pressure. Who was the first one? To listen to it? Yeah. Probably Drew. I, I listened to it. That album, when I drove to see Chance the Rapper at Lehigh University, so like the fall of our sophomore year. So yeah, so it was, it was Drew first. Well, well, just wait. So when you listened to it, was it that week it came out? No, this was like before, right before Under Pressure came out. Wait, you listened to Young? Whoa, wait, wait. what did you say you listened to in the car? Young Sinatra. Oh, okay. It was the no. third one. So Under Pressure, you listened to it right away. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, I listened to Under Pressure literally the day it came out. I saw, like, a bunch of people were giving it crazy reviews. Like, I saw some people shouting it out on, I think, YouTube and stuff. So I gave it a listen, and that's still when I had to buy an album. So <laughs> I had to pay $13 for it. <laughs> but um, I loved it. Remember that time we almost had Logic perform at our spring concert, and then we got a... Uh... Hoodie Allen. Hoodie. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, people. We could have had Logic and y'all chose Hoodie Allen. Cheeseheads. A couple other quick things. The Carter Five. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good album. It was fine. I didn't album. I didn't make it all the way through. Bug. Wow, that's the Bro, the last four, three so songs long. are the best songs. Like yeah, no, it, it is very long. I see, like, I see it's where the same Drew's length of, of Young Sinatra 4, though. You gotta exactly was, the same length. Both were an hour and 16 minutes. You got to right. devote, like, uh, you got to sit down and devote time Eight to years it. in the making. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I understand. But I thought it was really good. I I was impressed. I, I must say. Have you listened to it in the last week? Yeah, I listened day. to it today. Oh, really? The I, whole I, thing. I really? Yeah. I've been listening to the Dime Trap nonstop. <laughs> it's, I yeah. Best I song really of the week for me, though, that I want you to check it. I'll probably play it after. Did you hear that Tin song, Kendrick Lamar and Anderson yeah, Park? Yeah, yeah. Bro. Bang. Anderson Park has always been on, like, some next level shit. Yeah. Ameki showed me, man. I said, like, he has, like, vibes. And, like, when yeah. I seen Kendrick, I was like, oh, this song's in the beat. It's like a summer bop. You know oh, how yeah. you like that 
J. Cole Boss song. Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's different, but it gives me that same kind of feel. And it's, it's like, it's a feel like, good a, song. like a soul music kind of thing. Yeah. It's like funky. Anyway, we're over about three minutes. All so right. We should probably wrap this up. Awesome. This weekend's going to be lit. We're excited to share some stories with this weekend from you guys. I just got word Nick Sharp is coming this weekend. Oh, let's go so so friday will be a good time um next episode i want to talk about um an nba preview so we got to get that recorded before for next oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, because the the season starts next tuesday at 8 p.m when the philadelphia 76ers visit the shitty celtics in boston um And other than that, follow us on Twitter. Follow us. We have an Instagram now, which is picking up some good traction. We got a lot of Corgi accounts that follow us because I followed Simba. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) He, uh, or that's Minds Collide Pod on both. And uh, other than that, if you guys have any topics you want us to talk about, let us know. We love you. Someone tweet us. We're so alone. (laughs) (laughs) Someone tweet us. Someone tweet us. All right. Peace out, guys. Peace. Catch you later.